0: Hello, everybody. It's Melissa. I'm back and I am exhausted. I am definitely in recovery mode today. I feel really, really tired, kind of out of it. Um, I started a new job yesterday and I haven't started a new job in a long time. Okay, wait. That's not entirely true because last year Gray and I needed extra money and I started doing this like medical transport job. I don't really consider that. I don't know. That job was so, 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 so easy. It literally was just driving people in wheelchairs from point A to point B. It was was the lowest stress job I've ever had. Maybe I should have just stuck with that job. If it paid more, I might have. But also, okay, along with low stress comes low stimulation, which is not good for my brain, because I do, I do, I like a challenging job, um, but it has to be the right kind of challenge. <laughs> and uh, I feel like the job that I just started, that I have now, uh, might not be the right kind of challenge, and I'm feeling a little bit um, anxious about it. Last night I, I got off work at 6:30 p.m. Um, we do 12 hour shifts there. I don't know if I mentioned that already in my uh, one and a half minute of rambling I've done so far. Uh, 12 hour shifts 6 a.m. to 6:30 p.m the 30 minutes accounts for like whatever lunch break we take or whatever. Um, so it's a long day but I've I've worked 12s before and I know I just I know that it's a long day. I was anticipating that. Um, but I felt very, uh, so basically I got home and I just, I felt very emotional <laughs> and I was like, I think I'm just overwhelmed. I think I just had a really overstimulating day. And sometimes that comes out in me as like emotional dysregulation. Like I just feel really Like I either want to cry or I I don't know. Like I couldn't pinpoint it. I was just like, "Ah, I feel really off. I was driving home and I was just like, uh, and I was having like heart palpitations, and I'm like, am I having anxiety or am I sad? Or what what's the feeling that I'm having? But it wasn't a good feeling. I knew that. And so um I got home and Gray was home, and we had dinner, and we watched The Walking Dead, which Side note: That was my birthday gift to Gray. Gray just had their birthday um, a couple of weeks ago, and in lieu of getting them like a, a purchased gift, I agreed to watch The Walking Dead with them because that is one of their favorite shows. I feel I think it is their favorite show. Their all-time favorite show is The Walking Dead, and they've watched it a few times all the way through. and Every time they're like, will you watch The Walking Dead with me? And I'm like, no, I've never wanted to watch The Walking Dead. And I'm just like, I refuse. Mostly because um, I feel like it's really sad. And it gets me thinking too much about like sad things. I don't know. I'm weird. It's it's. <laughs> I know it's supposed to be like a scary show, but there are a lot of sad parts in it. For those of you who've watched The Walking Dead, you know. Um, there's a lot of death and there's a lot of... Uh, Things about it that's just like sad okay so anyway um <laughs> so I agreed I was like I'll, I'll watch The Walking Dead with you so I'm I'm giving it sh- I'm giving it a shot to you guys and so far we're like in the middle of season two already and I'm like okay this isn't so bad it's sort of like a Grey's Anatomy situation which is another show that Grey got me to watch uh even though I was like no no that show is very sad I know it I know a lot of people die and there's like heavy subject matter and I ended up loving Grey's Anatomy so I was like okay, you know, maybe it'll work out the same with The Walking Dead. So anyway, that was a tangent. Thank you for coming with me on that journey. So anyway, I come home, um, we eat dinner, we watch The Walking Dead. Um, The Walking Dead, also not a great show to watch while you're eating. I don't have like a, like a sense, I'm not like sensitive at all to like blood or whatever. But like, if I'm trying to eat and it's just like zombies, like eating people on the TV, I'm like, woah. uh, but anyway, last night's episode was pretty tame. So we ate dinner while we were watching the walking dead and I, I felt okay. I was just like, but it was shaky. My mood was shaky. I could feel it. And I felt like I was really trying to just be regular. <laughs> and I was also very tired, uh, because I had insomnia the night before, uh, which I knew would happen because that always happens to me, like, I don't know if you guys get this, but I, every time I know that I have something important going on the next day that I, like, need to be on my A-game for and, like, well-rested and stuff, I will usually have insomnia the night before, Because I think I psych myself out so much by thinking about how good I need to sleep. Like, oh, I need to make sure to get to bed on time and I I need to sleep well because I need to be at my best tomorrow. And I think just me thinking those thoughts makes me feel so pressured to get good sleep that then in turn, I can't sleep. (laughs) It's like a weird catch-22 situation where I'm just like, oh, it happens to me so much. And I also, on top of it, I knew I had to get up at 4.30 in the morning um, to leave my house by 5.30. So I'm sorry if I'm sniffling in your ear. Uh, It is allergy season big time right now in Fresno. So um, anyway, Uh, so sorry, lots of tangents today. You can tell my brain is sort of all over the place, but... Um, anyway, I didn't sleep well the night before, so my exhaustion was probably more than it would have been otherwise. Um, and finally it happened, you know, I took a shower and Gray and I got in bed and I I just started, I just like spaced out for a little bit and then Gray goes, are you are you okay or something they said like are you okay or like do you need do you want to talk about anything <laughs> or something like that and it's you know when you're on the edge and someone asks you that question and you're just like ooh and you just start crying and it just makes you it just like gives you that little nudge over the edge and so i just like started crying and then i had a weird like after that i was like went nonverbal like i couldn't that and that hasn't happened to me in a while um where I just couldn't talk so I, I couldn't really talk the rest of the night and gray kind of this has happened so they kind of understood they kept being like are you okay like do you want to talk do you need to talk and I would just like shake my head and they were just like okay <laughs> yeah can't talk right now literally cannot make words come out of my mouth um and what's oh there's there's now that i'm in the next day and i can look back and be like okay (laughs) what events accumulated yesterday to cause that reaction after work um and i know what it is it's it's a variety of things to be honest it's the fact that um starting a new job is very stressful um There are, when you're walking into a new place of employment, there are a lot of unknowns, you know, and that is, it's hard for an autistic person to navigate those types of situations as far as like, I didn't know who I was going to be working with. I didn't know what the flow of the day was going to be. I didn't really know what I needed to bring with me. You know, I don't know, you know, or even the little things like, where do I, I don't know, like, where to put my stuff when I get there, I don't know where the bathroom is, like, just all of the little questions in my mind, like, if I had more information going in, it would be easier, but you just don't get that with a new job, you just show up on your first day and they orient you through it, you know, and that's, and that's what happened, and you know, it was fine. It's a lot. Um, n- being a nurse in any capacity is a very, uh, high stress job. Um, I won't say in any capacity. I do feel like there are some nursing jobs that are lower stress, but most of, most nursing jobs are pretty, it's pretty intense. You have a lot to do. Uh, you have to be very organized and very on top of things, uh, or things can go awry really quickly. And, I'm okay with that aspect of the job, Uh, but it is... Okay, so I guess I got reminded yesterday why I decided 10 years ago to leave nursing. And if you've been listening for a while, you've probably heard the episode about um me when I talked about when I chose to leave nursing to pursue uh, my photography business and be self-employed, uh, and how I eventually decided that I didn't want to be self-employed anymore it was sort of like a weird... There's been a weird back and forth for me because um, I... I didn't like nursing when I used to do it. It wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. Once I got into the field, I was like, oh yeah, this is not, I don't think this is the right career for me. And so I got out of it and now um, I've chosen to go back into it. And that's kind of another story that I don't think I've updated on, but I'll make it, I'll do a quick update to make, make a long, a very long Story short is that I was pursuing engineering, but ultimately I decided that engineering was going an engineering degree was going to take me a really long time to complete, even though that's what I really wanted to do. Um, and since I already have my LVN, I could bridge to an RN program and get my RN pretty quickly. Uh, So that's what I'm working on now. I decided for many reasons that that was the more prudent choice and the more practical choice and the more responsible choice. Um, But now I'm questioning if it was the right choice because working yesterday, I was like, wow, this, (laughs) I don't mind being busy and I don't mind, you know, all of that stuff that goes along with nursing, but like, um, I'd rather be busy if I'm going to be busy, like, let's make it be busy with tasks that I enjoy (laughs) rather than piles of paperwork and doctor's orders and medication orders and, you know, doing this for this patient and doing that for that patient and whatever, like so many tasks throughout the day. And I'm just, I'm not stoked on any of them. So it's hard to to get in the groove of being busy and having a good day when you're just like hating every single thing that you have to do to get your job done. Um so this is a bad sign, right? Uh and now I'm sort of just like spinning out and wondering what what to do. What what do I do? Like do I keep pursuing nursing? So, what those of you may not know who aren't in the medical field or who maybe I don't even know how it works in other countries, but in the US, we have two categories of nurses. We have LVNs, which is what I have, and we have RNs. So LVN is kind of like a a little step below an RN. Like we can do pretty much everything an RN can do except for a few things, a small handful of things, like um, I can't start an IV as an LVN or, um, well, I could, if I got IV certified, that's a lie, but I can't give someone medications through an IV line as an LVN, whereas you can, you can as an RN. Also as an RN, you can do like different types of assessments that LVNs can't do and stuff like that. So it's not like too much more, but, um, the pay is quite a bit more as an RN as opposed to an LVN. So I'm like, you know, I could go to school for two extra semesters and get my RN and almost double what I'm getting paid and uh, be fine. But now I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? (laughs) What choice did I make? Uh, But there's another part to this. There's another part because I also now so I got out of being self-employed because I'm like no I'm tired of being self-employed I just want to go to work get a paycheck have days off like being self-employed is is great in many ways but not great in many ways and if you haven't heard the episode on some that I did on the pros and cons of being self-employed go listen to that and listen to me pontificate on that whole thing but uh now after working yesterday and sort of seeing imagining, envisioning how my life is going to be working for someone else Uh, again. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if working for someone else is right for me either, but really the only two options I have are to work for myself or to work for someone else. So now I'm rethinking everything and I'm doubting all of my choices. And it's hard, it's hard to be at this place where I feel so wishy-washy and I feel so unsure and I don't have a plan, at least not one that I'm excited about anymore or never really was excited about. I never really was excited about this plan to go back into nursing. It's just, it's the thing, like I said, that felt most responsible and most practical. And so I felt, I did feel good about that part of it, but beyond that, it's like, uh, it's fine. You know, I'll, I'll be making good money, it's fine. And I don't want to be someone that just has a job just for the money. Like, that's not in my personality. And I feel like a lot of us neurodivergent people are like that, that it's really, really hard to invest your... Not only your time, but, like, your energy into something that you're not super stoked on. Um, I... If I don't care about the thing that I'm trying to do, it feels really painful for me to have to do it. And that is what my shift felt like yesterday. It was like, wow, I am counting. I was counting down the hours to when I could leave. And that's not good. That's not how I want to live my life, you guys. Um, To add insult to injury, Gray is now doing their dream job and although I am incredibly happy for Gray because of that and Gray and I actually talked about this this morning I'm like I'm super happy for you like do not feel bad that you're doing the thing that you love and I'm over here having a meltdown over my new job (laughs) like I'm so happy for Gray but seeing them in that mode of like being super happy and excited about what they're doing only serves as an additional reminder to me that I'm not in that place right now. And it feels like I've been in such a weird place with my career for the last, I mean, it's been a while. It's been since, it's been a while. It's been years now that I've been sort of like floundering with this and and it's starting to feel like it's never gonna end and I'm never gonna find my thing. And I just keep waiting for some sort of sign and it's not happening. And this is the first time in my life that I've been in this situation that I, I didn't know what to do truly. And I couldn't really get a gauge from anything outside of myself. And it's scary it's really scary, and I don't, I don't like it, and I don't want to make the wrong choice, um, but none of my options really feel like the right choice at this moment, so what do you, what do you do, and I just feel, I feel defeated, and not to mention that (laughs) being employed and having to spend, like, all day with a bunch of people. I mean, it's just hard as a neurodivergent person. It does take a lot out of you. And although I'm doing a lot better on like not masking as much and whatever, um, it's still it's still more taxing on us than it is on other people to be in an environment where it's loud. There's a lot of external stimulus. Um, there's a lot of emotional turmoil. If you're me, <laughs> if you're doing a job you don't like, you know, and then there's a lot of interactions with a lot of different people and um, new people. And, you know, it's, it's just a lot, it's a lot to take in I'm I'm like, am I just just feeling this way because yesterday was the first day and it's just sort of like, am I just in shock? Is it like when you jump into the pool and it's super cold at first and you're like, no, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, this feels kind of nice, actually. Uh, Is this like the career equivalent of that? Did I just jump in yesterday and I'm like, "Eh, this is new, and then it'll be okay? I don't know. I'm guessing not really like of course it will get easier as I complete my training shifts and I know more of how to navigate that place and everything Um, because dealing with all of the extrasensory stuff and the social interactions and stuff on top of trying to learn a new job and a new system and a new way of doing things and whatever um, you know that all come compounded it'll be it'll be easier when I know more about the job you know when I get settled in I guess um yeah I don't know Ugh, but I do know that I slept so good last night my head hit the pillow I was out Grace and I was snoring which doesn't really happen often. I do like a little snore. It's not like a grizzly bear snore or anything, but (laughs) Gray's like, I can tell when you're like really tired because that's the only time that happens. And Gray was like, yeah, your head hit the pillow and you were out. And I'm like, yeah, I was exhausted and I'm still exhausted today. Also, I'm a little bit worried because I'm like, oh no. this This is how I usually feel. Like how I feel today is usually how I feel after a day of, like, heavy socializing or anything like that, you know, where it's, like, the next day you have a hangover, um, this feels like that, and now I'm worried that every day, oh, sorry, I'm yawning, that just snuck up on me, whoo, every, every time I work, Sorry, my dog's annoying. Of course, this is tradition. We can't have an episode without my dog. At least one of my dogs barking. One of my dogs is outside right now, and so only one of them is inside to bark and annoy us. I'm sorry, guys. Um, Okay, I think she's done. So what I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted by my pupper is... uh, that I'm afraid that every shift, the day after every shift I work is going to feel like this. Um, I work per diem, which means I don't know if everyone has per diem jobs or if you know what that is. I don't know if people outside the healthcare field knows what a per diem job is. Do other careers have per diem employees? Anyway, per diem is just sort of like You work varied hours, so I can pretty much just give her, my boss, the days that I'm available each month and she will plug me in where she needs coverage. So I can literally be like, here are the five days this month that I'm available and if she needs coverage on any of those days, she'll just put me in. So it's not like I'm going to be working a ton at this job. It's not full-time, thank God. If it was full-time, I probably would have just quit at the end of the day yesterday. Not really, I'm just kidding. But I would have been tempted to. Um, But I am afraid that every shift I work is going to come with a recovery day after. And I don't like that because I don't like feeling this way. This tired, drained, like I had class this morning and I was so... I was so tired and I'm never tired in class. Um, I was having such a hard time focusing. I was super tired. I felt like I wanted to fall asleep. Uh, and I, God, I hate feeling like that when you're sitting in a class. It's just the worst. Um, so yeah. oh, What a day. What a life. What a predicament I'm in, you guys. I just don't even know. Um a part of me just wants to ditch the traditional and try and just pursue another creative endeavor. Um, I love being creative, I love being an artist. I did like photography, but owning a photography studio and and doing all of the things I was doing just got to be also too much. Um, I think one problem with me is that when I do jump into something, if it's something that I really love and I'm interested in, and this is the autism, I go 150%. I can't be like mildly interested in something. So when I got my hooks into photography, that was it, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm doing the most with this that anyone has ever done. (laughs) And uh, it was a really successful business because of that, but also like at what cost? It ended up burning me out and I ended up quitting altogether. So I guess I'm also concerned that this is a pattern in my life where I get really interested in something, I really glob onto it, and I do it to the fullest extent until I can't sustain that pace anymore, and then I burn out. Um, and also the the ADHD side of my brain that's always looking for novelty, right? I always want the new thing, the exciting thing, the thing that's going to give me the dopamine, and um, I feel like that is not a brain that is cut out for the typical american or it's not even american it's all over the world you know we all have these typical ways that we're supposed to um exist in the world as far as um career paths go and stuff and it's like (sighs) i don't know i do believe in signs and i do believe in like I don't know if I would even call it signs. I just believe in sort of like keeping, if you keep your eyes open, if you keep your awareness level high, you can sort of tune into what's going on around you. And it sort of makes things more evident as to which which direction you should go, whether it's tuning into like your gut feeling or tuning into, you know, what the people around you are doing or saying or if it's like noticing an opportunity when it might arise even if it's subtle like just really paying attention but like I said like I have I've been paying attention I'm like please someone help me like I'm not really a, a, a religious person or a believer in like a specific god or anything like that but I do believe in like sort of a a design for our lives, you know, and I know that you can be, I I feel like you can be led in certain directions when the time is right. And maybe it's just that the time isn't right. And I'm just supposed to be doing this for a while. For some reason, I'm not sure why that would be, but it feels torturous and it feels scary. And I really need to decide soon if I'm going to be pursuing my RN because I have to complete my application for that program um over summer so I have like a few months to decide this if I'm gonna do it or not um and I just really don't know at this point I'm I don't know I'm tired of changing my mind about things but then I'm also don't want to be in a job for a couple more decades that I'm not really like super excited about you know what I mean so I don't know I don't know but thanks for letting me vent guys <laughs> for almost 30 minutes I, I'm talking your ear off um oh one exciting thing that I want to tell you guys about is that I finally did get podcast merchandise created and posted up for sale so you can go now get your oh that's just my autism t-shirt and so sorry my phone rang and I had to answer it and it cut off my recording anyway these shirts come in black and gray and white and I think they're super cute and i've been waiting to put out merch for a while and just haven't really taken the time to sit sit down and design something that i liked and and all that jazz so i'm really happy to have some shirts out for you guys and i hope you'll you'll buy one and sport it around and spread the word on the pod um i do plan on making other t-shirt designs in the future. I feel like that's a fun thing to do, like neurodivergent wear. (laughs) Uh, So if you guys have any t-shirt ideas that you want me to consider making, send them my way. Uh, So I'll put the link to, if you want to go purchase a shirt, I'll put the link in the show notes. And along with the link to the Patreon, which is still a thing, still going strong. You get two bonus episodes a month with that subscription. And uh, you also get access to our Discord server, which is growing a a nice little community of people. So it's a really great group over there. Um, yeah, I'm really happy about the way that's going. Uh, yeah, so there's my dog barking. So again why every noise you guys goodness gracious um yeah i'm gonna go now because man i'm tired (laughs) man i am tired i think i'm gonna just do some yoga or something something to get my body my body moving a little bit um yeah i just help i feel so off today i'm just off kilter All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being there. And uh, I'll talk to you guys next time. Okay. Bye.